Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and this week we're looking at the European markets with our expert, Petra Puskarova, our European Energy Risk Manager. Now, Petra, we've seen you know some pretty high prices this year, but some signs that some of the prices were moderating, I think, in the last week. Is this just a, a blip, a fluctuation, or could it be part of a trend, do you think? For the moment, we do believe it's only part of the volatility, but some very recent events are showing that market remains nervous and fragile, and we could see some corrections further in the year, especially if more gas comes into Europe. Indeed. But I mean, I think the situation's slightly different for oil, isn't it? We've seen more of a softening in oil or a correction there than, than we've seen in gas. We did indeed. Oil prices tested lows or areas around and also below $65 per barrel last week. The main reason for this decrease is that the Delta variant is looming in Asia and demand has been impacted. Market is nervous and market is lacking the direction and there are several points that market participants are looking at. The first one would be how OPEC plus and the US shale producers will react to prices that are so volatile at the moment and under pressure. And also the market participants are looming how bad or how good the pandemic situation will develop. Indeed. And although we can see that, you know, concerns over the pandemic and potential impact on economic growth and activity might be impacting on the oil market, we haven't seen a similar a sort of effect on gas yet, have we? Uh, prices remain extremely high in the Asian market. And uh, one might wonder, why is that relevant to Europe? Because at the moment, we're not getting much LNG cargoes coming here at all, are we? We're not. This is a very dry spell for Europe in terms of Asian, in terms of LNG and LNG deliveries. The main reason is that prices in Asia continue to trade at highly elevated levels. I do believe that these are the highest prices since 2013. And it's quite unusual because August in particular tends to be always the down month because it's sort of a shoulder between the peak cooling demand and the preparation for the winter period. So we are looking at extremely and unexpectedly high prices in Asian market for September deliveries. Indeed. And with that in mind, I mean, what is the situation with gas supply both now and in the coming months in Europe? I mean, we've got Nord Stream 2 coming on stream, we hope, from a gas supply point of view. And there's some concern or or indeed optimism, depending on which side of the, the line you're on, about when that might start to flow gas. What's your hunch? What do the markets seem to be expecting? The market is expecting that Nord Stream 2 will be operational this year. We had high volatility last week in the market. There was some erroneous data that has been shared among market participants that was incorrectly showing that there were already some live flows on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which we know it's not yet fully commissioned. And basically this, alongside other optimistic information about Nord Stream 2, caused a correction in the gas market of over 10% in some contracts. For me, this is just, again, a sign of how the market is nervous at the moment, how much any minor news about lack or extra gas into Europe are able to move the market prices, causing even higher volatility. And this is maybe in the middle of optimism, a view on what the market actually could do once those gas flows actually come through Nord Stream 2. 
Right. Well, that's obviously something to keep an eye on over the coming weeks and months. Uh, but of course, it's not all about gas. Important though that is, there's high coal prices too, aren't there? And, uh, you know, combination of coal and, and high carbon prices obviously means uh, high power prices too. So what's been going on in the power market? Is it similarly nervous as with gas? It is. The main driver for carbon over the past few weeks has been gas because, as we mentioned, we're not getting enough LNG in Europe at the moment, unfortunately, and gas storage facilities are still trading around those lower levels in on, on multi-year view. Carbon continues supported, as I said, due to gas. Of course, we're in the middle of the holiday season. The number of auctions is limited and that's giving extra boost to carbon. The good news is that carbon didn't manage to break outside of the previous range it was trading in, so we didn't have a test of 60 euros per ton yet, but we can't really rule that out yet. We do have another week of a very limited number of auctions ahead of us, so that will be next week. There might be a potential for carbon testing those highs if gas prices continue trading at elevated levels. Well, right at the moment, it seems like that seems more likely than not uh, for a while yet. We'll see. What's your hunch about what will happen with carbon in September? And presumably, the you know, with the return to uh, more frequent auctions and so on, is there a mood in the markets to push things higher or is it too early to say? Expectation is that the gas will be the main driver for next few weeks and months. We already saw what some positive news about gas did to market last week. If any of these news was to repeat or if there was a little bit more of optimistic news about Nord Stream 2 or LNG, I do believe that gas prices in Europe would decrease. This will drag carbon alongside and this will also drag coal down alongside and it will of course have a positive impact on the downside for power. The problem at the moment is that coal remains highly elevated This is due to high Chinese imports from the European contract due to the ongoing ban on the Australian coal imports and because of high gas prices. Even with carbon trading in higher ranges, around 56 euros per ton, it is still at the moment cheaper to burn coal instead of gas because gas is so expensive at the moment. Right. And I suppose that's a fact of life that European consumers are going to have to live with for a while yet at least. But equally, you know, some listening to this might be wondering, well, sure, we understand there's there's pressure on in the Asian markets and there's a, a global element to pricing here, which we can't escape from, especially for coal and, uh, and oil. Uh, but gas demand's not particularly high in Europe at the moment, is it? Uh, when the wind fleets are generating, it gives the, ch the chance for gas-fired power station to ramp down. We've not had a, a especially high heat wave temperatures to contend with and obviously cooling is not the big issue at this time of year so you know on the demand side things are not high are they and, and might there be some other effects going on here as well uh, is there as much trading going on at all is liquidity a bit of an issue uh, during the holiday period when people might not be at their trading desks Liquidity is a bit of an issue in the middle of the holiday season, so the number of traded contracts uh, is quite low. The spreads are quite high, especially in smaller European countries outside of the main hubs. So this is adding some pressure to the prices and adding some premium to the prices. On the top, you very correctly said that we didn't really have very big or long-term heatwaves in Europe, so the demand for cooling hasn't been that high. We didn't have any major interruptions in French uh, nuclear generation, which was, for example, something that was quite common last year. 
but the market continues to trade to account for the worst case scenario for this winter and that's adding extra premium to the prices and when i'm talking about worst case scenario that's the situation about what if the gas storage facilities don't get filled in ahead of time Sure. Well, let's hope there's ground for optimism on that front and that, uh, you know, a combination of factors, maybe a bit of easing in the situation in the Asian markets and uh, progress on Nord Stream 2 and so on, uh, combine to uh, take some some of the heat out of the market. Thank you, Petra, for your insights into that. It'll be very interesting to see what happens uh, in early September when perhaps there's a little bit more trading activity going on and uh, uh, perhaps more to look out for in the carbon markets as well. Well, I hope you found that useful too. Do have a look at our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. Have a look at our reports there. And I hope you're able to join us for a podcast again soon.